morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, 1 Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. mercy and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord our King Jesus the Christ amen let us pray Lord you have taught us that all our doings without love are nothing worth send your Holy Spirit and pour into our hearts that most excellent gift of love the true bond of peace and of all virtues without which whoever lives is counted dead before you Grant this for your only Son, Jesus Christ's sake, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our reading for this third Sunday in Pentecost is from Luke chapter 9, verses 51 through 62. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. And he sent messengers ahead of him who went and entered a village of the Samaritans to make preparations for him. But the people did not receive him because his face was set toward Jerusalem. When his disciples, James and John, saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to tell fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them, and they went on to another village. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, Follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Yet another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to, my, to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Today, we heard about Jesus' unsuccessful attempt to visit a village in Samaria. He was rejected. Rejected because he was journeying to Jerusalem and the Samaritans worship on Mount Gerizim, not in Jerusalem. And so they refused to receive Jesus. And we also listened to several conversations Jesus had with his disciples and others who expressed an interest in following him. Rejected, not received, then followed. 
The entire episode is shaped by the fact that Jesus is intent on reaching Jerusalem, where he will be brutally crucified to make atonement for the sins of the world. In his word, the crucified and risen Lord Jesus now visits us today. We welcome him. We receive him and the divine gifts he desires to bestow upon us, and we will hear what it means for us to follow him. Let's look at our text and ask, where among us today do we see rejecting, receiving, and following Jesus? Well, looking at ourselves and those around us, we see many rejecting, receiving, and following Jesus. Many flat out reject Jesus. You know, the Samaritan village refused to receive Jesus because he was on the way to worship the Lord God at the temple in Jerusalem. And so the disciples took umbrage with that and wanted to call down fire from heaven to consume the Samaritans. Well, many today find the whole idea of Jesus and Christianity offensive. Now, there are plenty of examples on social media sites. There are plenty of anti-Christian and make fun of Jesus memes to go around. We center a whole month around not repentance and gratitude, but pride. Pride and behavior Jesus has called sin. In Europe, churches are being vandalized regularly, not to mention just landmarks like Notre Dame. People call for boycotts because a business upholds natural law and marriage. And almost worse, they're closed on Sundays to allow their employees, gasp, to set, spend time with their families and have opportunity to go and worship like we are today. Even today, we have legislation proposed in California to tell pastors what they can or cannot say on certain subjects, as well as the so-called equality bill in the U.S. Congress, which is about anything but equality for those who confess and follow Christ. And yet, there are many who sincerely desire to receive Jesus. They don't at all reject the idea of faith in Christ. They're very glad to be Christians. But what does it mean to receive Jesus? Properly, it means simply being passive, just on the receiving end of Jesus' saving work. Unfortunately, some misunderstand and think it requires a decision for Christ, which is actually a form of salvation by works. Many think they want to follow Jesus. Three men in our gospel lesson considered following Jesus on his journey to Jerusalem. You know, anywhere else he would go. But even in a society becoming more and more secular, following Jesus still appeals to many. It might promise help in raising our kids or a way to repair our marriages or a more successful business by honoring God's principles. Surely it can make us feel better about how we're living. You know what, though? All these ways to see rejecting, receiving, and following Jesus are actually superficial because they're all looking in the wrong place at ourselves. Yes, we see symptoms in ourselves and those around us, but if we, if we're, if we are to see rejecting, receiving, and following Jesus, we must look at the face of Jesus himself, his face, which was set to go to Jerusalem. 
rejecting Jesus is then really rejecting his face set to go to the cross. Jesus set his face resolutely toward Jerusalem. This is why he came, why he was sent into the world by his Father. He set out with a determination and a commitment that nothing could thwart. This is the scandal that offends so many. St. Paul puts it this way, For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of the discerning. I will thwart. <laughs> saved by one so weak? A religion where a father sends a son to die a violent death? <laughs> Yet because of Jesus' cross, when we are rejected as Jesus was by the Samaritans, we do not respond by calling down fire from heaven, but we remind ourselves and others. From John chapter 3, verse 17, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. So, beloved, receiving Jesus is receiving his face set to go to the cross. No one can receive Jesus any other way because no one can see the face of God and live unless God's righteous wrath is covered by the face of grace incarnate, the face of Jesus. Today we receive Jesus and his gifts when he comes to our village with his word, holy baptism, and his holy supper. At our baptism, we received, totally passively, Christ crucified. As Paul puts it, we were buried with him by baptism into death. In Holy Communion, the body and blood of our Lord, killed on the cross, strengthens and preserves us in body and soul to life everlasting. So then, following Jesus is following where his face is set to go, the cross. Jesus demonstrates an absolute commitment to the journey that will end in his crucifixion. The three men, on the other hand, were ignorant of the degree of commitment required and attempted to accept the divine call, but with conditions. Following Jesus means crosses. As Jesus said, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Do you see Jesus' face there? Today, God's messengers, his shepherds, his pastors, continue to be sent to you. And when they come, what face do you see? You know, nearly all of the primary rites for pastoral care in the Lutheran agendas, the little books that help us do our work, they all end with the ironic blessing. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and to be gracious to you. So once again, the Lord has visited us. The risen Lord Jesus has bestowed upon us his gifts of forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation. And at the end of today's divine service, he will send us home with the words of that Aaronic blessing. It is only because Jesus set his face resolutely and unconditionally toward Jerusalem and the cross that today he can set his face resolutely toward you as a face of unconditional grace and peace. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing.
so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Let us pray. Faithful Creator, whose mercy never fails, deepen our faithfulness to you and to your living word, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deer Walk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.